Hello and welcome to Stranger Things, a Downside Up podcast. I'm DB and with me as always is Aaron Minogue. Hello. And Jared Levin. What's up? And we just got finished watching Stranger <laughs> It sounds so ridiculous if you know how far out we're recording this. It is, uh, just to mark the date, it is August 21st. This whole show, all eight episodes dropped on July 4th. It has been a summer of nothing but Stranger Things. And... Uh, so we're going to pretend that we just finished watching Stranger Things Season 3, Episode 8, and this is the last episode, and it was an extra long episode, somewhat long. Um, we'll get to the stuff at the end, but maybe about 10 extra minutes that they didn't need to do, just wrapping all these storylines up, especially Jonathan and Nancy did not need that. That was uh. just fucking painful. Who's clamoring for the, I need Jonathan and Nancy in a steady close-up for two and a half minutes as they talk and make, like... Gingerly, <laughs> gently kiss. It's disgusting. Yeah, what what they didn't tell us is that what happened was both of them went to rehab, and while in rehab, they were told you can't be around the people that you used with. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. that's why they have to separate. But really, we all know that Nancy's going to start using again. She's the one bringing Jonathan down. Oh yeah, and that's why she's kind of cool in my book. She's she's yeah. like Amy Winehouse. Yeah, when's the part when they're going to do cocaine? They should introduce that. Well, it is the 80s, too. That's a very good point. Cocaine in the stock market. There better be season four. <laughs> yeah, let's, let's, have, let's have a B storyline about the stock market in Hawkins, Indiana in season four. <laughs> That'd be great. Hopper has made some really uh, questionable investments. Um, that'd be great, yeah. And... Yeah, yeah, and uh, and Nancy gets in with some Colombian drug runners, <laughs> and then Hawkins Lab comes in, and then they're like, "Yo, man, Oxycontin." <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the radio ad. Yo, man, Oxycontin. <laughs> that's great. Remember the New good old days brew. when it was just a drunk chief police running around the town. Now everybody's junkies. Yeah, you all you all took them for granted. Now look yeah. what you've done. Pre-credits, we got Joyce's driving. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Uh, Eleven has a blood clot. Uh, <laughs> guys, this is going to be bumpy. Yeah. <laughs> um, my, first, my first note says, Joyce finally is driving everyone. Yeah. She's closet using. She's the only one not out in the open using alcohol, drugs, what have you. And she's just chilling as a passenger while Hopper's like, he's got road sodies. <laughs> he's, I, yeah, he's got an open <laughs> bottle in the cup holder. And it's, it's because it's the 80s. It's one of those cup holders that, you know, slid into those plastic ones that slid into the window opening. Right? Yes. Between the the rubber sleeve there. I don't remember those. I think about that a lot when I'm in a car and I'm just like, God, you remember that it took them a while to figure out that they need to put cup holders. And then when you watch training videos for, for new cars coming out, they talk about the size and the availability of the cup holders. I'm like, nobody's buying a fucking car based on the cup holders. Except Hopper. No. Well, if but if the car didn't have the cup holders, that would be a deal breaker. Right. What doesn't anymore? I mean, maybe your yeah. your stock Lotus or something, which is just made for a track. But I would I would argue that 
I think the ones on the door are better because I will be guilty of like, I'll go back to my car and then I have a cup or a glass or whatever sitting in the cup holder because I just left it chilling. Whereas when it was on the door, if you didn't take that shit out, when you shut your door, oh, I see. we got problems. Yeah. That's, that's probably why they switched them. That's true. That's uh, that's why they need to put the child safety seat hanging from the door too. So you don't actually leave the kid in the car, right? Yeah. yeah. This would solve a lot of problems. Whoa. <laughs> this is the future people they can make them strong enough to hang from there uh and i by which i mean the kids the kids they need to make the kids strong enough and the kid can't handle it then that kid didn't have much of a shot going forward anyway yeah unfortunately with the way they're raising the kids now and everybody's just a big fat pussy this is what we're gonna have to do to weed out and actually get some strong kids like can you survive in the hanging car seat. That's right. <laughs> and after that comes the draft. Okay. Yeah. Really, really cull the weak ones and separate the wheat from the chaff. <laughs> Do or die, guys. So yeah, Joyce driving. Then we, we get uh, Eleven and we're back in the oh. mall. And uh, Eleven has a blood clot, I assume, from all the cocaine. And yeah. Jonathan is not who you want doing precision cutting anywhere on you. Yeah. I'll tell you what, I almost had to just be done with Stranger Things when he started finger blasting her leg. I like, <laughs> I, I, I could not deal with that. I was covering my eyes. It was so disgusting. I don't know. I had a gaping uh, gash just like that in my leg on September 10th, 2001. In fact, that's how I remember it. And I had one piece crank on my BMX bike and it was just one piece of metal and I was balancing, waiting for a car to go. And then all of a sudden my foot slammed to the ground because the metal snapped right at the oh. sprocket. And so the oh. jagged metal just tore into my leg and I looked down. I didn't feel anything, but I could see my bone. Oh, it's oh my really gosh. wild to look down and actually see your bone. Most people don't ever, will never do that in their life. But yeah, I could see oh. my bone, and then uh, I walked. Saying that. <laughs> oh, that's so creepy. Then nine eleven oh. happened. Tough week for a lot of people. Yeah, tough week. <laughs> you know what? And it's just such a damn shame that my misery gets overshadowed, of course. Yeah. No matter how much I try to tell people that, you know, this happened and this is pretty big, too. Yeah, it's it's all relative, okay? Never forget. <laughs> but anyway, uh, yeah, it was a very similar sort of look. It was just very split open. It did look like I had a... A, a leg vagina, a calf vagina. Ugh. Ugh. Oh my gosh. You didn't break anything? No, I just barely, I got lucky because I didn't scratch the bone. That's what they were worried about. Cause it's like your flesh, it's like they stitch it up, it's going to be fine. But like if you scratch oh. the bone, that can be bad for infection. But uh, I got lucky. So oh, nice. all in all, all in all, a pretty good week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Never, never forget. I got lucky. <laughs> Uh yeah. yeah, I never will forget that. That's usually what I mean when I refer to it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, so he but he cuts into her leg and then he's not doing a very good job. She takes over, is that right? I don't remember. That. Yeah, she's like, yeah. I can do it. Oh yeah. <laughs> and then she uses her powers to pull the little slug out of her leg. Good choice, by the way. 
because Jonathan's got the DTs. He's she's lucky he was even beginning on the right leg. Yeah, dude, Jonathan looks infected as fuck, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's infected. There's a part where when he goes running into the kitchen to you know gather his toolkit, the first thing he grabs is the wooden spoon, and I was like, is this motherfucker serious right now? <laughs> <laughs> He's going to get in there with that, and then, you know, he goes back, and that's for her to bite on, but, oh, you know what I heard, too, and I I didn't, I remembered our rule about how we don't research anything. Someone said that Nancy and Jonathan are dating in real life. It is a rule. Yes, uh, I mentioned that. Uh, I, at the start of this season. (laughs) Yes, I did. (laughs) But you know what? You listen about as well as our our audience, so uh, no, no offense taken. That's so funny. I thought it was somebody at work. Anyway. Yes, they are dating in real life. And as far as we know, although it has been two months, so it feels like a lifetime. Who knows if they're still together? <laughs> oh, yeah. You did. You said that because then we were saying that they're out partying together. Oh, yeah. Why they look like shit. I think that's part of the rumor mill as well, um, based on some pretty solid evidence, if you ask me. <laughs> Now, is that our rumor mill? Yeah, it might be. Yeah. Well, we got three. Three counts as a mill. There you That's go. That's true. It's yeah. a generator. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what I love about this slug is they pull out this slug. It's pretty intense special effect, I thought. And then hum- Hopper stumbles into camera, squashes it. And uh, I feel like they said, well, that was a pretty expensive special effect. I guess we have to use that take now. Not going to be able to use it in all the scenes we were hoping to use it for. They're doing a close-up on the bug. It's like taking them like two and a half days to get it just right. And then Hopper stumbles in. Hey, what's going on in here? Are you guys filming? <laughs> He doesn't even realize. He's like, what the fuck is this thing? <laughs> There's the part, too, when, when Winona Ryder, when they're all sitting around after, once they all, you know, team up and they start, you know, comparing notes. And Winona Ryder's like, are we sure this thing is still alive? That was Winona Ryder asking because she doesn't read the script ahead. She was like, wait, is the thing still alive at this point or not? (laughs) Well, and who can blame her, too? She's like, I'm not reading this stupid shit. Just tell me what to say when we're on set. (laughs) She's like, listen, if this guy is going to show up to set hammered he's taking his dick out whenever he wants to the other kid takes his teeth out i'm not reading the script i'll just roll with the punches i'll do what feels right in each scene let's improv let's curb your enthusiasm this bitch yeah let's put that theme song on yeah (laughs) and i'm not wearing a bra well, she doesn't need to. The clothes they put her in are so baggy. God. Oh, and when in this episode they put her in the Russian uniform and she looks the worst that she's looked all season, even in the uniform. The uniform could be kind of hot. Like, I don't know, Madonna used to put on uniforms or something, right? And parade around or share. And uh, here's poor Winona in an ill-fitting uniform. But I guess I appreciate the continuity because the Russian soldiers are bigger than her. But it wouldn't make sense if it was form-fitting, but still. Yeah, come on, that's the rule. And you know, Hopper was excited because now he's added a new piece to his his wardrobe. (laughs) I got two uniforms. (laughs) He's gonna start patrolling with that Russian uniform. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) 
I mean, he's like, they're they're like, oh yeah, let's this is good. Let's get him thinking he's a Russian soldier now, so we can stop playing make believe like he's on the police force still. <laughs> Never mind the two bullet holes in the back with perfectly spherical blood stains in the back, and I feel like they were shot. From the front, were they not? Like, Hopper just annihilates those guys. Like, kills four people just right on screen. And oh, he does a Schwarzenegger where he just, like, does the, you know, or he goes in and oh, shoots. Oh, yeah. Or the Rambo, the Rambo scene, every action movie with the AK. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and the kick on those, by the way, okay, maybe Arnold Schwarzenegger because he's strong. Okay, you can imagine his arm. But Hopper... I mean, those things have kick. It's it's hard enough to just shoot a, a handgun with one hand. That's why you hold it with two. But you know, a lot of 80s action heroes, though, they look like normal guys with mustaches. It didn't make no sense. I watched, I, don't, I can't, I couldn't even name you any of them. You couldn't name any of the 80s action guys? Well, I'm talking about, I'm not talking about like Rambo or like, or, you know, or, or some of the Schwarzenegger movies. I'm talking about like the made for TV movies, like where oh, there's like a well, Burt yeah. Reynolds oh, copy. Yeah. yeah. And it's just like some normal guy. Tom like, Selleck. Yeah. Like Tom Selleck. I'll tell you one that I don't like is, uh, what is it? Michael Bean. Was that the guy in the original Terminator? He does not work for me. <laughs> I went back and watched that recently, probably because of the show. And uh, cause, uh, actually, I don't think I've ever seen it in its entirety before. It's it's a pretty good and holds up fairly well. Not as good as T2, though. Yeah, uh, the second one's I've great. I've never, none of them. None of them? Oh, Terminator 2 is oh, great. Man. Is that the one with Edward Furlong? Yes. Yeah. Maybe I'll give it a shake someday. You're sounding a little dreamy as you mentioned Edward Furlong. <laughs> so, <laughs> I do remember him from the magazines. I'm pretty sure I cut his picture out and hung it on my wall somewhere. But you never went and saw the movie that he's most known for? No. Yeah. It's not what it was about for me and him. All right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> he never came to any of my shit. That's true. Yeah. And by scrunchy? But he would now. He would now. All you got to do is just... Uh, Send him a, a tweet and he'll he'll show up. Yeah. <laughs> He's probably like, looks like Murray at this point. Oh, if you don't know the story about his downfall, yeah, you could. Uh, yes. He was out of your league and now you are out of his league. I mean, I don't know if he was out of my league. I was Little Miss New Jersey 1994, Derek. Oh, well, and that was when you were, what, 13 years old? I still don't. I was 10. 10, okay. That's much worse. No, what I mean is like, you know, because they're a star. They're out of, (laughs) I know it's different for women, right? Yeah, actually, women are never out of a a celebrity's league. All you got to do is just stumble into them at a bar. And if it's a guy, the guy will, but for us guys and the women, the women were always out of our league. But now, now, as we get older and they get older, we can switch positions <laughs> in, in, yes. that, in that sense. Yeah. You could you could maybe get punky. Stephanie. Oh, no. Ooh. She's doing good. She's driving a white Land Rover and she looks oh, she, she looks great. She doesn't true. need me. Please. <laughs> Stephanie Seymour, on the on the other hand. Who? Well, I guess the connection to Edward Furlong is that Edward Furlong was in T2, and then the big song from T2 was the Guns N' Roses song, and of course Axl Rose was 
at least dating, I don't know if they actually married, Stephanie Seymour, the Victoria's Secret model, which was my sexual awakening, was the Victoria's Secret catalogs for sure. And Stephanie Seymour was number one with a bullet, and now she is crazy. Oh, is she? There's like shots of her like a little too close with her son her son is like a, a, a oh. kind of a degenerate shitbag and yeah but um she's that's probably weird. still out of my league that's depressing actually now, as i mentioned <laughs> it here i am i'm still like no <laughs> no she would still be out of my league wow all right oh man my sexual awakenings are just <laughs> i just want to let the record show that edward furlong is not a part of my sexual awakenings i don't want to put that face on my sexual awakenings i think it's a little too late to walk that back now no 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 i'm it'd be great if it was edward furlong for me, it was Matlock. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, no. <laughs> I didn't see that one. I coming. think I do remember you mentioning it. This is like, yeah, you forgetting that I mentioned about Jonathan and Nancy. And I do recall something about you and Matlock. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. Yeah. You should be eager to claim Edward Furlong. How is it Matlock? I don't know. I'd prefer to keep that little line that I just said out of the recording. Yeah. Like, whoa, Matlock, really? You know what? I think we should leave this in and you shouldn't walk that back because Metlock is going to be very excited to know that he was somebody's sexual awakening, even if it was somebody in New Jersey. Beggars can't be choosers. <laughs> He's dead, right? He is dead, yeah. Oh, okay. I never, the thing is, is that I don't think I pictured him as my boyfriend. Like, God. I pictured myself with, like, Leo or, like, a JTT at one stage. JTT? Yeah. Who's that? Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Oh. oh home Improvement? Tool Time, the original voice of Simba. Yeah, he was, all, he was all the rage for a minute. And it wasn't long, but it was like, oh, yeah, like, if he came to my school, I would go for him. Yeah. He's from Bethlehem, Pennsylvania. That yeah. is not – I hooked up with a guy from Bethlehem, Pennsylvania when I was younger. Okay. Oh, man. You are looking for some Steel City. Did he look like Matlock? <laughs> he was a little bit younger. Oh, a li- oh okay. I thought you much. were going to say older. I was a little terrified. 1981, he was born. So that's that's perfect age range for me. Yes, it is. It's only a yeah. three-year difference. Joyce's heart to heart with Will. <laughs> Did you guys see that Will is like twice as tall as Joyce now? He had like a growth spurt between episodes one and eight. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. I didn't notice that it was from one and eight. Well, they were trying to do a camera angle, you know, but it was a wide shot. So they couldn't put her in an Apple box like they do in, in movies a lot of the times. Because, you know, like Pacino and Tom Cruise, they're they're yeah. shorter guys, too. So they usually do like a like from the waist up or something. But this is like a wide shot. And he's like towering over her. It was really weird. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I mean, Joyce has two kids that are... You just don't even want to be around them. <laughs> yeah. Who can blame her for running around? <laughs> what do I Hopper? Running around with Hopper. And I don't think that Joyce and Hopper are going to make it. They are yelling at each other constantly. Keeps passion alive. 
Yeah. Oh, maybe maybe that. Okay, we're like <laughs> learning a little bit about Aaron's relationships by just yeah. in, indirectly. Okay. Oh, it keeps it fresh. Okay. <laughs> With and without painkillers. Like this is the most beautiful relationship ever presented <laughs> on screen since Who's Afraid of Virginia Woolf? <laughs> oh, I never saw that. I should. I thought that. Um... I wrote that Erica and Murray could be a, a more quirky, uh, dark Inspector Gadget and Penny. Don't you fucking dare try to pair <laughs> Erica with Murray. Murray is great. I want to see him and enjoy him. I don't need fucking Erica anywhere else. Oh, like, you hate her. awful in this so episode. So funny. I just had written down here, uh, Erica sucks. Um, <laughs> you just have that you just copy and paste it for, for every set of notes that's like why is she screaming at steve to ask where he's going mind your own business or ask him fucking nicely yeah she's not doing anything what's she bringing to the table oh when they were up at the top of the hill yeah hey that the moment when hopper gets all salty because we're known as coming along for the trip uh-huh. and um when they're in the elevator, I was I thought about that Eiffel Tower that you guys are so wild for. <laughs> wait, wait, wait! Why, why are you throwing me into the mix here? This is Jared's thing. Jared. No man, two two dudes high fiving, man. Maje trois for you, you fancy people. Well, I get why you were thinking that way, Aaron, because I have a note here. Uh, to ask you that when you saw Murray in a uniform, is this where you kind of let your hand linger a little longer on his arm as you guys talk conspiracy theories in the corner of the bar? <laughs> I have to say, um, typically a man in uniform is I don't have that same reaction as some women do. Oh. My reaction to a man in uniform is like, uh... I don't think so. <laughs> and, I mean, I think I might have a little too much lip for a man in uniform. Oh, oh okay. Oh, yeah. So if it was the 50s, you might be getting a backhand, is what you're Yeah. But, <laughs> okay. I mean, 50s, God, could be today even so. <laughs> well, in Trump's America. That uniform comes off, you got a wife beater. Pa. <laughs> so for you. Yeah, I'd be more inclined for Mary to just be. I mean, I'm not inclined toward Mary. You know, I want to like hang out with him all night at the bar, but I don't want to go home with him. No, no, like, no. I want to sit and hang out with him all night. We're mm. laughing, we're having all these intense, deep conversations. And then Steve comes and picks me up, and I go home with him. Okay. Well, uh, all <laughs> right. In the morning. Uh, right. Because you know, Murray's not a one lady kind of guy. So I get that. But this whole thing where I just want to sit and talk with Murray all night. This is like that Bobby Womack song where he's talking to, and inviting the girl up to his Holiday Inn room. And he's like, he's so Womack offended that it. she thinks he's hitting on her. He's like, I just want to talk. I just I just want to jive with you. It's like, oh, well, I don't please. I don't want to bring him up to the room because I don't want to give Murray. Listen, at no point in either of our lives have Murray ever been out of my league. True. I don't want to give him false hope. Well, but you're going to his place. I assume that. I mean, I, I'm, I'm like, let's stay in a public setting. <laughs> mm. 
Let's remember that my heart belongs to Steve. Okay. Okay. <laughs> all right. All right. You're you're making a strong case against this, but I, uh, the denial seems a little heavy. Is all I'm saying. Yeah. I mean, no, do, yeah. How many much? drinks deep in are you thinking he's turns into Steve? Three you shots. Know? Three shots, and he can have me. Oh, <laughs> Empty stomach. Man. <laughs> oh yeah. No, I can't eat anything all day. Yeah. <laughs> okay. No rice. Three shot. Maybe just like a piece of bread and. Um, Three large shots of Jameson, and I'm going to tell Steve I'm sleeping at my girlfriend's house. Oh, okay. <laughs> this is Joyce. Joyce doesn't know what's going on. She's getting plastered just as much as copper. Oh, man. Are you thinking of, like, I'm I'm in, involved in, like, a weird group scenario with Hopper, Joyce, and Mary? Yeah. I mean, I feel like <laughs> at this point now, <laughs> I would have to do it because... For the podcast, for the sake of the podcast, Aaron, can you just do an Eiffel Tower <laughs> with Hopper and Murray and report back to us? And I would, have to, I would have to insist to Murray that I get to keep the tapes just for the audio, so that we can play some of the clips on the podcast. <laughs> Let's just quickly blow through the um, the fight at the mall. This is, I mean, this is all the kind of stuff that we knew was going to happen. Okay, they're fighting the mind flare. I have written down here the mind flare is stupid. It can't distinguish between a mannequin and a person. <laughs> oh, and speaking of sexual awakenings, mannequins, guys. There are mannequins in Miami, like Miami Beach, that have the biggest tits I've ever seen on mannequins. Well, they know their demographic. I'm not getting any big tittied mannequins over here in my way, but what I have instead here at my malls are mannequins who appear to be on heroin. Oh, okay. Yeah, that makes sense. It's very Bay Area. They're like slouched over. They're like half sleeping. I'm like, what the fuck is this? Huh. It's no way to show off the clothes. Push your tits out. Shoulders back. That's how the tech dude bros like them. Right. Yeah. yeah, they're like, oh, look, she looks, she looks socially awkward. Yeah. All right, another introvert. Yeah. <laughs> we won't talk about anything. Yeah, we'll just Instagram our food. Some guy told me that he likes to post all pictures of of all the eggs that he eats. Like he's got, you know, all his different eggs, omelets, what have you. Uh, I may have taken it too far when I told them that I have an Instagram page uh, that is posts of all the eggs that I've passed. <laughs> <laughs> how did how did he react? This is the Bay Area, so I, I'm guessing. Yeah, he didn't react in a way that suggested that he was disgusted, but he also didn't laugh, so I don't think he got it. Yeah, because <laughs> there's. Only two ways. There's only two reactions to have to a statement like that. Yeah. So. Uh, what, what do we want to say about Billy here? I mean, the part where he's just hanging out in the fucking parking lot. <laughs> what the fuck? That's what the a, fuck is going his on? His strategy is, okay, I've got him right where I want him, so I'm going to just turn on my headlights and rev the engine. And well, the, that's the mind flare is controlling him. He's stupid. <laughs> oh, oh, is that... I See, is the mind flare controlling him, or is he partly in control? Is never really clear. I have a note here, though, Jared. Um, maybe you can help me out with it. I just have written down that it's not a seven-foot wave. <laughs> I like that. What am I referring to? Were, were there waves in this episode? No, no because... remember the flashback? 
Yeah. Uh, on the uh, with, with his mom. Yeah. When when he Billy's being controlled by the mind flare, he destroys the car and the monsters in between them. And then what's her name? Oh, you know, one's like eleven. What, what 11, 11. <laughs> one. We're almost done. Just one, hold on uh, to the names for like 50 more minutes. Yeah, you know, 11 was like, remember remember that flat, you know, 11 was in that flashback with Billy in that other episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, she, you know, 11's like, I, your mom loved you. And, she looked pretty. And, you know, they're talking about that flashback. That's when he was riding those seven foot waves. We're, those were not seven foot waves, right? They were waist high, probably three foot at max. <laughs> okay, all right. Okay, yeah, three foot max. But I, but then I don't know. Is it chalking it up? To, who said there were seven foot waves? Was it Billy? Billy. Oh, he's always Billy been is Billy and his mom. Oh, okay. So uh, he's just exaggerating, like like you do, I guess. But I just want everybody to know those weren't seven foot. Yeah, no, I'm glad. I'm glad you clarified it. Have you surfed a seven? You've surfed a seven foot wave. Yeah, I surfed. I surfed twelve. Ooh, wow. God damn. damn, that's big. That is big when you're out there. Like when you're watching yeah. it from the shore, it doesn't look as big. But man, when you are laying down looking up, I don't know if the biggest one I've ever like encountered may have been like five or six. And I didn't go for it. Yeah. It's fucking terrifying. I looked up. It, it was over 10. I mean, it was it was like either 10 or 12. I... Where was it? It was, it's, it was in San Diego. Blacks. Did you catch it? Yeah. Oh, nice. He's like... Yeah, I wouldn't even be telling the story if I didn't. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I've gotten some big ones in Jersey, too. <laughs> Did you guys feel, I, I feel like there's been some uh, controversy. Haven't done a whole lot of research because I don't want to hear or listen to things before we talk about it. But kind of like our Game of Thrones with Daenerys' turn to madness not being earned, that Billy's turn to being good wasn't earned. But I actually didn't have a problem with it. I felt like it was, I felt like it worked. I never felt like Billy was just a total psychopath. The worst thing he did was he ran the kids off the road, but. Oh, he beat up Steve. Yeah, he beat up Steve, but people, everybody beats up Steve. That's true. You're <laughs> Jonathan right. Dustin beat up Steve. references that too. <laughs> yeah. And you know like, what, though? My man ain't a pussy. He still fights. <laughs> yeah, right. And he got, he got over on the Russians. So I think it was also, I think like he had that moment of realizing that he's been controlled by this thing. So when she kind of was like bringing him back into who he is. He's like pissed off at this fucking thing now too. Yeah. Because it's taken over his it fucked with him and Mrs. Wheeler. Let's get right down to it. Oh That's yeah. That's what he don't like about it. Fucking cock He was on his way. He's this thing is a cock block. And if there's one thing Billy hates, it's a cock block. He's <laughs> like, yo, I'm gonna be my real self, man. I, I wanna fuck uh Nancy's mom. Getting in the way of my, my home wrecking. That's that's right. Yeah, I mean, I felt like it was, we've seen his backstory. We saw that, he, I mean, he's a troubled uh, individual. And of course, if you're a, you're prone to psychopathy and you couple it with that bad background, you have a, a, you have a, a violent psychopath on your hands. But I don't know. I felt like there was enough, there were enough moments throughout where we kind of understood that Billy was troubled and going through things, but maybe at his core, not an evil, an all-out evil person. So it kind of worked. It worked for me. Well, and I think, I think too, like 
if he was completely evil, Max wouldn't have been like when they first locked him into that room, she had like the reservations. Like she was like, kind of like, Oh, I don't know. Like she cared about his well being. Yeah. So if he was, why wouldn't she, she'd be like, Oh God, you're doing me a favor. And he did have a sense of trying to look out for her, even though it came out in in a racist way of wanting to keep her away from Lucas just because he's black. (laughs) That was unfortunate, but... That's Hawkins, Indiana for you. But what we don't know is if he would have been the same if it had been Mike. I think he would have been. I think he was going to be a dickhead to any of the dudes. Yeah, maybe. And maybe that's that's what an older brother should be because you, you want to intimidate the kids at least a little bit to make sure that they don't get out of line with your sister. You can be yeah. a little intimidating, but you know, but he was taking it too far. And maybe it is because Lucas was black, which is <laughs> Don't diddle my sister. <laughs> it's uh he's got that on a t-shirt that he's wearing while he's doing curls <laughs> watching rap videos. <laughs> Well, I can't sleep with Nancy's mom. <laughs> Don't diddle my sister or I'll diddle your mom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll diddle mom. <laughs> Should be on a shirt. <laughs> <laughs> but he dies. Was- he dies and there's no more Billy. How do you feel about that, Aaron? I mean, better Billy than Steve. Yeah, he wasn't but- high up on your list. Wait, 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 he was on your list, though. Oh, yeah. No, of course. But Billy would have just been like for fun. That wouldn't have been. (laughs) That's not long term. No, I would have known that we were just going to maybe have a a May to December romance. Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. Well, Steve, 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 Steve can flatter you in and scoop you ice cream. Well, see, I don't even (laughs) like ice cream. That doesn't matter. He's got hair. If you bring up that fucking pistachio, or no, if you bring up that fucking butterscotch. butterscotch ice cream again, I will lose Jared my loves mind. butterscotch. It's not just the ice cream, though. It's the crimpets. It's the ice cream. There's been other butterscotch references. Yeah, That's your flavor. <laughs> oh, I you know what? Flavor. I was in Cape May, and there's Ooh. this little shop where you can go and they make all these different kinds of peanut butters, but then there's also other nut butters. And there was a butterscotch peanut butter. And they give you like, they have this little machine where you can take little samples and try it. Oh, don't you roll your eyes at me. There's like, you can take these little samples. So the butterscotch peanut butter though, I didn't think I would like it, but it was actually surprisingly very good. I'm not a butterscotch person. Bam. You heard that in your face. Butterscotch. This will be an ongoing thing. I will never turn the corner on butterscotch. It's gross. You're you're both wrong, and that's sad. But you have time to change your ways. <laughs> All this talk of sweetness brings us to the highlight of the episode. Nay, mm-hmm. the season. Nay, the series. Dustin finally reaching Susie and her insisting that they do a duet. Yeah. Oh, I love that. I love they turned it into a musical, which is just really playing to me. And she's no Phoebe Cates. Let's just say that. But she is not an eyesore either. She's cute. She's perfect for him. Yeah. Yeah. 
I was wondering, actually, could look in the casting, like, she has the dark hair of Phoebe Cates. Is it possible they could have done some fun casting where it's Phoebe Cates' daughter? I don't know how the uh, the ages work out, no. I think. Yeah, she's too young, actually, to be Phoebe Cates' daughter, but... um. She seems too wholesome, too. You know whatever's going on in that Cates household is not good. I don't know. I haven't... Is she a Phoebe tragic? Cates might... I, what is going on with Phoebe Cates? Nobody knows. Phoebe Cates might be an instance of where you guys could strike now. Oh, yeah. Oh, You sure. might be able to get hmm. some Cates love. Oh, dang. I wish you mentioned <laughs> this when I first moved down here before I met my wife. That would have been... <laughs> <laughs> well, now what you got to do is just ask your wife to do that little celebrity... Well, I guess... Oh, yeah, do I do that. Do people in LA do the celebrity list? Probably not, because the likelihood of running into one is that much greater. Yeah, first I do my research. I see where she's living, how she how she's looking, and, <laughs> yeah. then, and then I go, oh, yeah. oh, 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 oh I, 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 got, I got one, I got one, I got one. Yeah. And then you're like... <laughs> You're, you like have like surveillance, 24-hour surveillance on her, and you're like, now, if I should ever meet up with <laughs> yeah. her at such and such, and she's wearing a blue shirt. This is my exception. You I can, can still do it. You can still have Idris Elba. He's all the way over there in the UK. He's the new James Bond. He's always on set, so you'll never, you'll never run into oh. him. But I got Phoebe Kate. She lives down here in Canoga Park. Oh, she, she <laughs> totally would be in Canoga Park. <laughs> Uh, is she with Kevin Klein? I live in a very bad place. She's married to Kevin Klein. So she is doing great. I don't think you guys are going to get her. She's off oh, my list. Sorry. Fuck her. Sorry to create She's this. a stuck up bitch. <laughs> she <laughs> she is drunk. too. She lives on the Upper East Side in oh, Manhattan. The a worst. Bitch. All the way over. Like she's like. 3,500 miles away. That's that's not going on my list. Okay. <laughs> going to have to settle for someone else. I'm trying to think of who else. We'll, we'll think of someone else. Okay. Yeah. Okay, great. Thanks. I'll leave it up to you guys to tell me. <laughs> you, let, you let Jared and me do something, and we'll come up with someone oh, real nice man. <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's go to the... Let's go to the breakfast uh, club. Molly Ringwald? Molly Ringwald. Molly Ringwald. Oh, yeah. yeah. Go to Molly Ringwald. She's doing good. She's way too good for me. She probably listens to this, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm sure she does. <laughs> yeah, or, or you could get maybe that girl from uh, Fast Times Ridgemont High who was in the pool for some reason. That's Phoebe Cates, brother. <laughs> oh, oops. <laughs> <laughs> but... <laughs> Way to bring it full circle, though. <laughs> can I can I say I meant to do that? <laughs> it's awesome. Oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> this never-ending story song. I yeah. love this song. It is great. How do you guys feel about this song? I oh, thought it dude. was so cute. Yeah, man. I've been singing that, that horse. It reminded me of that horse that died in Never Ending Story, man. That that like definitely fucked with me as a child. I remember watching that and just yeah, dude. I watched it on my eighth birthday. It made me cry, and I didn't even watch the whole thing. No, I was done after that. After the horse died, I was like, "Fuck this." Yeah, that was fucked up. When you say the horse, are you talking about the flying dragon thing? 
No. No, the horse. He he dies in quicksand. Yeah. Oh, I think I do remember something like this. Oh yeah. Well, it's a good test to see if you're uh, you have a budding psychopath on your hand. If they get to <laughs> yeah, yeah. fucking react, like seriously, I do think about these things. Yeah, that's kind of a good test. The kid has no empathy. Shows no empathy even for that. Like I have, I have trouble as an adult watching that stuff. Dude, I was I remember crying when I saw Never Ending Story. Yeah. I'm going to tell you what, I know this is kind of jumping ahead, but I teared up for this as well. Okay, let's go there. Now, it's interesting because I had made a comment a few episodes back about how when this show goes for pathos, uh, it just falls flat for me. Like, it, it never has any kind of emotional weight. It's more just a fun show. And I was thinking it at points here in this episode i'm like oh please like it just it just doesn't work like don't even try but when hopper is reading that fucking letter i was was like i was like oh my god they're actually getting to me he has like a really great voice it was kind of it was really well done the whole montage and you know i'm just thinking yeah man that sounds that's a dad voice right there and it was making me tear up and it's hopper who we fucking love. Yeah. So yeah. if anybody can do it, it's him. I had also, before we got into the sadness, like I love how you guys are not even going to talk about the fact that Winona wants it. Oh, oh yeah. She wants it. She's oh, asking definitely. him out on a date. Oh, Ooh. yeah. Oh, yeah. Not at a whatever. She says, I think if we make it out of here, we deserve to celebrate. And Hopper looks confused because he's been celebrating all day. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> he's been celebrating since 1975. He's like, <laughs> he's like, <laughs> what does that mean exactly? Oh, that's, oh. that's true. So we will get to see, uh, although then she packs up and moves the fuck away. So who knows what that what, what this means for the relationship. Oh, of course, um, we don't need to worry about that. Because, of course, Hopper's quote-unquote dead, i.e. he's in the Russian prison at the end of the show. Unless it's Barb. (laughs) So, I mean, Aaron, you could have a very charged conversation with your Las Vegas bookie about whether or not Barb's fleeting appearance here in the last episode counts as uh, paying off on your bet. She showed up, and it was just her picture. (laughs) (laughs) It always is. It's awesome. Did Did she die? I mean, is this girl dead? Wouldn't that be horrible to find out that the actress died And this whole time? Oh, well, we could look it up. As you know, we don't do research on here. So we're just going to have to I'm not asking Jeeves. Well, I'll only research to find out whether or not JTT is gay. Well, God, that's important. Or we can get Phoebe Kate's address for Derek. <laughs> <laughs> and if not her, then the girl who's walking out of the pool in Fast Times Somebody real nice. <laughs> I did wonder whether it was appropriate to put Barb's picture next to Bob's because we all know that Bob died heroically, whereas Barb... She would have just gone home. Exactly. Like, you kind of got what you had coming to you. I mean, we knew Bob was going to die, too. And actually, 
I think Bob was better off dying that way because Winona ultimately was going to be with Hopper. Uh, According to you, I don't know about that. I mean, he went out like Jesus with his arms splayed out. I think that was the best part about his death. Well, let's say Winona doesn't get with Hopper. She was not going to last with Bob. She's not. She doesn't have the same fortitude as Karen Wheeler, who can be in that boring-ass marriage. But when I, you said that she, Winona doesn't have the fortitude, I thought you meant to support his fat ass while he's thrusting on her because <laughs> he's... Well, she doesn't have the fortitude to always have to be on top. <laughs> but she's totally fine with that with Hopper. As we discussed last week, there's a lot of reverse cowgirls. So she's, gonna, she's, totally, she's totally resigned herself to that for their relationship. It's reverse cowgirl, but she's also like kind of laying down. Did she ask him to put his knees up? <laughs> put your knees up. <laughs> he's he's got to get like a little stand because he's like, I can't just keep my knees up. Well, yeah, oh, that's what they God. use that triangle, that pyramid pillow for. <laughs> They're just like ramming themselves into one another and Hopper's throwing up. (laughs) And then then she gets self-conscious. She's like, why are you throwing up? Is this grossing you out? No, it's because it's turning me on. I throw up when I'm grossed out, when I'm turned on, when I'm tired, when I watch a current affair. Oh, man. Here's my question. And I think I know the answer, but like all the people who were possessed – like Heather and her parents, they're all just dead now, right? Yeah, yeah, dude, I'm wondering that too. I think that, I guess. Yeah, I think so, which surprised me because I really thought that Heather was going to come back some way, that Eleven was going to save Heather, but I guess Eleven ain't all that. No, Heather's she lost gone. her powers. Baby Busey, gone. Baby Busey's dead. I mean, we knew his fucking punk ass was going. Yeah, but he went out the same way that Heather did. So that's what makes me think that, yeah, all these people, they're they're wasted. Billy's gone. Oh, yeah, because they all went and, like, stood in front. They were just, like, walking and getting sucked in. Yeah, they just, right, they were So they were always going to die. I mean, I guess that's where they died, right? Yeah. And then, it's a pity. And even after all this, Steve tries to get a job at a movie store, and he doesn't know what Star Wars is. Oh, uh, yeah, I like that scene. That was a good one. That was a good scene, right? I like he and Robin. And then that was our uh, friend, the guy who ran the arcade. I like that guy. Yeah, me too. You, you got you got him in there. Yeah. His excited. dad's probably the director. I don't know where he would be on your list, Aaron, but... Oh, he's not on the negative. list. He's, he's below Murray, if that helps. Yeah. <laughs> well, a lot of people are below Murray for you. Murray could perhaps charm me. This guy ain't going to charm shit. Yeah. And I, I'll tell you what, if I got my hands on Murray, we'd have to make some changes, starting with the fact that just get rid of the hair. Mm-hmm. It has to go. Yeah. Snowball. It's going. Most of it is gone. Yes. Big fucking deal that you can still grow it long in other spots. Still seems like you spend a lot of time thinking about this, Aaron. <laughs> um, I was thrilled to see Paul Reiser again. Yep. He looks like he's uh, been on the treadmill a little bit since last season. That's good. Yeah. That stress ball, you know, it evolved yeah. into a treadmill. 
And as far as like Nancy and Jonathan too, I mean, they're not even in high school anymore. Neither one of them has a fucking job. Why can't they live together? I just could not give less of a shit about what their arc is or like what they're doing. Like, what are they doing? They're they're moving with Joyce. Is that right? What the fuck? Dude, I have no idea what's going. I I didn't even know why they're moving. I couldn't follow. I couldn't pay attention when they were talking. I know it was disgusting. Will Jonathan and Eleven are going with Winona? To some other white trash town. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, Jonathan. And then Nancy, but I guess they're not going to be far away. But Nancy's going to be... It's just, honestly. If they're going to do a season four, I'm going to say right now, I'm going to be really fucking pissed if it comes back in and now Steve and Nancy are rekindling because Nancy can't be alone. God forbid if she has to be by herself. Well, she doesn't stay by herself for long. We've already seen that. She's perfectly willing to she hops to the next warm bed yeah well uh and you mentioned season four there is talk that the duffer brothers have an outline for what would happen in season four and it seems like that's where they feel that the story arc would end that there's only four seasons in this show so they're hoping to get one more season the ratings were pretty huge for this season three so it does seem like yes we'll get a season four but then uh that'll be it because also you got to think about the kids aging out of this they've already i mean will is already like six foot seven or whatever he's like hey mom yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> hey mom. dinner ready bitch <laughs> yeah yeah i gotta finish my homework assignment for <laughs> <laughs> You can see that Mike is really hitting puberty hard. Yeah. Well, is he the one, Jared, you said was in a band? Yeah. So that's cool. Maybe we should look him up. You should. They're pretty good. It's kind of freaky. Cool. What's his position in the band? Uh, He plays guitar and sings. Singer, too. Interesting. Yeah. We got to get one of the bandmates on here. Or uh, one of the groupies. (laughs) One of the girls that he slept with one night and then... Never called again. In keeping with that trend, we'll talk to her for five minutes and then never call her back. <laughs> <laughs> this is your life now. <laughs> She'll be the new bar. <laughs> you get shit up and spit out, baby. <laughs> That's how life works. Even That showbiz, kid. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you already reached your height with uh, this band. Now you're descended into a podcast that doesn't even want to call you back. <laughs> You're one and done, baby. And it's it's three people rejecting you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Hurts thrice as bad. Uh, we're all going to hell. Uh, yeah. It's a fun ride, though. Yeah. Let's call that a wrap for today. We will come back. I think we're planning to come back for maybe do a wrap-up episode. And maybe we can allow some research we can read some things and bring it and uh talk about whatever floats their boat so aaron if people want to find out more about you where can they find you they can find me on instagram aaron minogue or on facebook aaron marie minogue and jared where can people find you find me on instagram at Daraj Novell. oh man i don't know if i'm gonna keep my twitter but whatever <laughs> It's every. I just wait for it because I know you're. Gonna, this is great though. This this should be your your thing every every time. Is then a pause and I don't know if I'm gonna keep Twitter. 
<laughs> that works. And if, but what is your Twitter, though? Jared Levin Lost. Great. So, yeah, so we'll be back. We might have to, depending on the uh, uh, schedules, we might have to take an extra week for the wrap-up show, but we will be back for a wrap-up show, and at that point we'll also tell you what's coming next for us. Hint, it might have something to do with movies. Oh. Bye. Bye.